Talking Shop, the big interview. Now I'm over here in Flower Power with Pat from Flower Power that we all know from all the radio ads and everything. Pat, um, listen, the place is looking great. Yeah, it's a very beautiful time of the year to be involved in the Garden Centre. Yeah, it's gorgeous. We're on the twist of the season where the summer, late spring, summer plants are starting to get a little bit tired. They've done their job. And now, for me, I think September, October is one of the most beautiful times of the year. Mm. As you can see, as we've walked around, like so many plants are still in full flower, especially the hydrangeas. We still have the red hot pokers. We have the hardy outdoor geraniums. That's Suzanne there. Um, and so much, much more just on this end. But as you can see as well, the trees are starting to change slightly the colour of their mm. leaf. And that then shows up so much. And I suppose as well, if you think about it, the summer flowering plants are starting to get a little bit tired. Mm -hmm. So this is showing off the autumn winter plants. Of course, yeah. With summer, was summer a bit late this year? Have you noticed, was there anything kind of different with the plants this year or was everything kind of okay? It was a little scarcity in the beginning because mm. the demand outstrips supply. But then the growers, like, we have great growers here in Ireland. Granted, a lot of the smaller ones are gone. But, like, the growers that we have left here, they're absolutely fabulous. And they stepped up to the mark. And a lot of them put up extra tunnels, got extra space, extra help, which gave extra work to many, many people. Mm -hmm. And you'd have to take your hats off to them. Um, I suppose, if, when I think back to May, which has been the same as maybe the last two, three uh, airy maze we had got uh, quite a mild uh, end of March uh, pretty mild April mm -hmm. and then bang we got hit in the last two three years with a minus two minus three frost yeah. which knocked out a lot of the airy um, soft plants mm -hmm good for garden centres but not for the people <laughs> <laughs> they're all back into you for more then yeah but that put a huge demand back on to mm. the to the early bedding plants as well yeah yeah of course okay right pat as we said we're going to walk around the garden centre and just kind of give everybody a feel for it so talk us through these trees really catch my eye what are these and where should we be putting these in our garden these are bamboos a I lot of people them. yeah a lot of people will use them as just an ornamental plant maybe in a large pot or in a very vocal point of the garden Mm. I suppose they're mostly used to give protection from the wind or to block out a view for whatever reason. Okay. Um, they're evergreen. Uh, they look fabulous. They wave in the wind and they whistle in the wind, believe it or believe it not. And they're just a great plant. And they're very strong, see, aren't they? Oh, very, very strong. Yeah. The one you're looking at there, what is that? That's 10, 10, 11 foot high. Yeah. But as you can see over here, we have the baby ones and then we have the semi-mature ones. Like, And we, we stock them in all shapes and sizes. And this one here has the lovely green golden golden stem to it. And there you see the, 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 the negra, which is the black bamboo. And many people like the black or sometimes they mix them. Mm, they're gorgeous yeah. to look at as well, aren't they? They really are. Now talk us through. Okay, so you actually have a lot of trees and kind of things here. What is the story with taking these from the garden centre and planting them in our garden? Is there a lot of work for us to do? I don't think so. Um, yes, there's a little bit of labour work in it. But if you want to have a nice garden, uh, if you're not going to get in a landscaper or a handyman to do it, then I think that, for me, I don't see it as work. I see it as total enjoyment. And I think that if you come and you buy the plants yourself, you take them home, you put them into position, just think it out, and you plant them yourself, then... That is your garden. You've done this yourself. Mm. You know, and I think you'll get way more satisfaction out of it. Granted, there's big jobs where lawns have to go in and maybe a lot of big stuff. That might be a bit more difficult for people. But if you could, I would definitely say 
do as much work in the garden yourself because you'll get it back tenfold. Yeah, exactly. It's really enjoyable yeah. as well, isn't yeah. it? Now this, what is this, Pat? That's an olive tree. That's olive a ver- tree, yeah. Wow. That's a very mature olive tree. That guy there is probably 50 year old. Wow. You can see where he's pruned back very much. Otherwise, he wouldn't fit here. Yeah. Right, you know, um, we just prune him back. You can see there's lovely olives on him at the moment. Uh, there's a few more still to open. There's a few little flowers left, even though it's getting late for the olive tree. But if I can take you up here, as we're yeah. going by the hedge and like we have our privet, our grisolinia, um, we have leylandi, which we don't sell as much of anymore. A lot of people don't use them. We have be- the laurel is there, the Portuguese laurel. And in another, we'll say probably six to eight weeks, with the bare-rooted season will start. And that will bring in the white thorns, the, uh, the beech, both green and copper, and so and so on. And all the associated... Um, mixes of honeysuckle to god knows whatever you want we mm. stock it here you know mm. that but the time for that is roughly about six to eight weeks time we've got to wait for the frost to come in or the plants will go down naturally when i say go down we'll go asleep coming into the winter it's rest time for them they don't sleep during the spring during the summer or in the autumn and they have to have a little sleep like ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's the time you lift them bare rooters and you pop them in and it's dead safe. But if I can just show you this one here, yeah, as course. we spoke about that olive tree there, this is my baby. He's not for sale and I could have sold him. This tree here, as you can see, the size of the trunk on him. Yeah. Again, you can see where we had to keep pruning them back and back, right? This guy is probably in the region of 100 and, I don't know, 130 approximately wow. years old. Yeah. He's container grown, um, an absolute beauty. And I could have sold him many times, but he came here with me when I opened here. That's about 14 years ago. Oh, wow. And he's here since, and here he's staying. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, I love it. This is his home, yeah, a lovely yeah. olive tree. Yeah. The colours, like you mentioned earlier, Pat, in the trees and the leaves, they are kind of even changing now as we're walking through. They are, yeah. And I love that as well, because we're getting the autumn colour colour coming right in. Like, And you'll see over here we have the mountain ash, um, mm. which is now... It's flowered, we'll say, back in May, June, right? And now those flowers are starting to produce the red berries, right? And again, they'll ripen probably in the next three, four weeks. When I say ripen, they'll just get softer and you'll see all the birds just feeding on them. And if anybody, look, if you're, especially Lockboy Shopping Centre is a huge example of this. There's, I think there's maybe three mature um, mountain ash up there. And what I'm amazed at is the amount of starlings that come in late in the evening, just before it gets dark in about another four or five weeks time and they just attack it's unbelievable and i go there every year to yeah, see this happen oh my yeah. god the sound yeah. berries and not just the starlings um the berries are there to feed many of the birds yeah of course but the starlings come maybe i don't know 100 200 it looks like at a time and they just devour them they tell each other <laughs> but they just eat their fill and they're gone and then that will go on probably for seven to ten days until they have taken the berries that's lovely isn't exactly. it that's so nice yeah, yeah. So we all know like boy shopping yeah. center as well so we'll all keep an eye on that and Down here, sorry, you have some fruit trees. Yeah, and as you can see here, like um, we take the apples. Like most They're of huge. the apples, yeah, have produced fruit, even in their wee pots there. Mm. Um, that's basically because they're. They're, they're pollinated by the other plants around them but there's probably 15, 20 varieties of apple there we have your pears, your plums we have your damsels and God knows what else we have rhubarb, black currants, uh, gooseberries yeah. um, the wild uh, raspberries are here further up we'd see, well, um, naturally we'd be carrying um, the different varieties of strawberries and so and so on again and there's a nice raspberry there mm. if you'd like to take them you're very welcome it is ripe 
he's ready to go. Oh, There's not a lot of left ones left on it because between that. myself and uh, the staff here. <laughs> Lunchtime's <laughs> always out here by the fruit trees. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, my yeah. goodness. I you love know. it. Pat, what, is Ireland a good place? Like, if we wanted to have some fruit trees, is Ireland a good place, you know, for your own garden to be growing fruit trees? It is, of course, like, but, like, the fruit trees... Uh, they do like to have a little bit of shelter and they like to be south facing if possible mm. where they're getting as much sun as possible because sometimes here it's, they will flower, they will pollinate, they will produce the apple but because of our position on the globe we can get a rather dark or cold maybe say end of August uh, into September when a lot of the fruits need the sun they need the heat to ripen but in saying that there's varieties that work here as many many people will know and all anybody has to do is come into me or go to any garden centre and ask for advice which are the best ones right a very simple thing if you a lot of people mightn't have a a garden big enough to put in seven eight or ten trees mm. and they might want to have a pear and a plum right if you want that there is a there is a plum it's victoria that one is self-pollinating and there's a pear called conference which is self-pollinating as well and they would be two of the ones i would recommend most with the fruit trees you've got to have two okay oh, sorry when i say fruit trees i mean apple you need two to cross pollinate and again they must flower at the same time ideally if you could put in three fruit trees right three apple trees mm and use an early, a middle and a late and you're more or less guaranteed that they'll flower one might be just going out when the middle comes in and the middle will be going out when the late comes in and that's the secret with the apples okay fabulous okay yeah. that's brilliant and it doesn't matter we can choose like maybe a green apple and a red apple I know you've of course, got lots yeah. of different ones well, just, here but they don't have to be two the no, same no just make sure that if you're if you can to get a middle Sorry, an early, a middle and a late. Brilliant. Yeah. Very good. But don't go for an early and a late because you'll more than likely miss that they'll flower at the same time and you'll miss the pollination. Perfect. Okay, grand. That's very interesting. And then saying that, if there's a crab apple in the vicinity Mm. or the neighbour has a few fruit trees, they'll cross-pollinate. Really? Yeah, the bees do the works. How far away can it be? Like at times, you could be a half mile away. All you want is a a bee that had landed on tree A to come in and land on tree B. So you could talk to your neighbours maybe if you don't have the room. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Have you ever be there? Send them in. (laughs) (laughs) It's money for them. Now, what else have we got in here? Pat, the colours everywhere are just amazing. Yeah, as we come up here, this is the change of the season and you can see many benches are empty because we're clearing off what was selling up to now they're getting a bit tired there's going to be a good sale on these right anybody looking for a good bargain Mm -hmm. now is the time because in two hours time these will be full packed with um we'll say autumn winter spring Lovely. plants okay. and as we walked in you've seen all the trolleys there ready to go yeah. and now the colours we were mentioning the colours earlier yeah. Pat the colours on the new plants are fantastic yeah and these, these are these are your Japanese maples right oh stunning and you see where this one is starting to change now mm. there's a picture Laven, that's showing you the bright kind of a yeah. yellowy leaf that's on it now it's turning into the autumn colour and again this will get in another whatever it's going to be three four weeks again before he changes back into pure autumn color mm. and he's beautiful he's gorgeous i love his leaves and here as we go up this is an upright euonymus again mm. the picture label will show you the fabulous green color that was on him but he's starting to turn now mm. and if you just look here you can see these are the autumn colors but look what's going to happen in another little bit all this will go to a red a vivid red 
that really shines at you. So that's a brilliant plant. Not the most, not the cheapest plant you can get, right? But, but one of the prettier ones. He has four dimensions mm. because when he when he loses the leaf, you see the bark. Yes. You see the beautiful bark that you won't find on many other plants. Very unusual. Right? You've got that for like the four or five months of the winter. Then he comes into this fabulous green. Now you can see you can see mostly he has just the autumn colours on him. And as these before he drops the autumn colour, he's going to go vivid red. And depending on the weather, you could get six, seven, eight weeks out of that. Wow, yeah. oh my goodness, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. How has weather been for the gardens now at the moment, Pat? Are we kind of okay for August is okay, September is looking August okay? has been just fabulous. Yeah. And like July, you just wouldn't read about it. Like it was so good as well. And I think with the lockdown and everything and the staycations, everybody needed that. Mm. And we could feel it in the people coming through everybody's good everybody was in very good form very mm-hmm. good humor and like we've seen an awful lot of new footfall coming through mm-hmm. uh, especially mammy's daddies um, with small children uh, getting an interest in the plants explaining everything to him about it and i think that's fabulous yeah and as a result of that like it gave us the opportunity to take on a bit of extra staff which is very good for people as well as you can see, we're starting to revamp the place. We're extending it um, again. It's because expanding the yeah, garden centre, yeah. aren't you, Pat? Tell us about that. Well, thanks to all our customers and the people out there who, without, this couldn't happen. But we've had a very good two years. Uh, it was a bit scary in the beginning when I thought, Jesus, this is, there's trouble here. But like for guys in the plant business, uh, especially in garden centres and the nursery men, um, Everything was just turned in the reverse. Mm. Um, instead of things going quiet, it got busier and busier and busier. And that gave us the extra injection of cash. So now we want to put it back in. Uh, first of all, for ourselves, but very much too for our customers. And to make the place more beautiful, have, carry more plants and be here for everybody and um, that's how it operates That's brilliant, it's great to hear good news stories as well that yeah. came out from the last two years because yeah. obviously it has been tough but it's great to hear that um, that you did so well Pat and people were really, they really took care of the gardens, I mean I found that even just walking through housing estates or when you're driving past roads and now houses, gardens have just come a long way even in the last two years you can see people had the time to maybe spend at home and put the time into their garden yeah, I think Ireland has become second to no other country. Uh, the, as you said, it's just beautiful. But mm. we also have to look at the county councils, the corporations, and I think above all, the tidy towns. Mm. Every village in Ireland has a tidy town committee. My own village of Kells, I know I always mention Kells, <laughs> but they, get, they, they need to get serious recognition and credit for what they do out there. Mm. But it's every village. Mm. like it, And like I have, uh, looking off because uh, I get to travel a bit, either doing deliveries or going for stock, and like it is just fabulous into Carlo as well it's absolutely beautiful you know there's not a village out there that you don't stop or slow down and admire Mm. but apart from the villages to look at the houses every one of them along no matter what road you travel and see the beauty and that beauty didn't come on its own that was created by people who Mm. own the house pride in their place Mm. because never forget this the garden is the largest room of your house (laughs) it's the one that everybody sees Very true, very true. Yeah, you know. The poor postman get to see all of them as well. Yeah, God, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm quite sure in a few of them, the, maybe the, the inside has not been as looked after as, <laughs> as long as, as the a nice outside. garden, that's all that matters. <laughs> I love it. But if I you think it. about it, like, you know, we have been introduced to the outside life, whether mm. it is, um, whether it is, 
in your own garden or now you go for a meal or you go for a drink most people are outside mm. which actually the proprietors whether it's a restaurant pub whatever have put huge effort in mm. and they're all full of plants you know one <laughs> trying to bait the other make it look better looking yeah, yeah. and plants will do that won't they of course they will yeah you know yeah. and to all those people out there with those kind of business as well you must say well done too the money they've put in to creating covered areas heated areas mm. very comfortable areas as well and that too brought little problems for them they needed more staff because there's outside services yes, right yeah. so you'd have to recognize recognize all that as well we really do don't yeah. we pat we're talking about outside a lot and obviously gardens are huge outside but indoor plants can really it's make huge. a home as well can't they yeah. that has that, that area has really jumped as well you mm. know and we're lucky enough uh, to have a nice indoor shop um it's probably not the biggest one you ever did see but we carry a lot of stuff uh, when we're, we're not in there now but if you look in through the window here yeah. uh you'll be able to see because I love seeing an indoor plant, I have to say. Now, I have one at home. I couldn't tell you what it is. It was a present. Um, but they're just... Oh, we're going through trees yeah. now. Oh, look at these. Oh yeah. my, These are fabulous. limes, are they? Uh, they're your lemons. Lemons. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Just across the way, then. Um, they're, they're lemons. Um, that's so you can have lemon. an indoor lemon tree? Of course you can. As oh, you can see, wow. it's full of lemons. Yeah. You know? Uh, we're, we're looking through the window now, and uh, you can't see everything. But uh, there's a lot of stuff in there, and like again, we follow the seasons. Uh, Christmas is is huge here. We have uh, Irish growers, uh, one Irish grower that we buy all the poinsettias from, and they are absolutely fabulous and just it's amazing as well. Um, you can see there's many many big plants in there. There's the palms. There's the uh, the fig trees are there. They're fabulous too, yeah. and there's so so much more. They can really uh, make a make a home as well. And I see you have your little orange tree as well, the clementines. Oh yeah. Like there's just so much in it. And do these take a lot of time? I mean, does the room have to be at a certain temperature? What room should? I'm really intrigued by the lemon tree now. What room would these be? Kitchen, sitting room, like where kind of would you have these? For, for the lemons to ripen, they need light. And okay. you can see this is all pushed down to the big window yeah. here. Um, Again, anything that's going to give you a lot of flour or fruit will need light, they will need heat. Uh, Most of these would come from countries where temperatures would probably not go, even in their winters, below 15, 18 degrees. Uh, We're on a temperature gauge in there, so Mm -hmm. the temperature in that room never goes below 15 you know, a uh, lot of the times it's probably averaging around 18 or 20. Mm-hmm. But that's what you've got to think of. Um, again, it's a great I'd, idea for a gift for oh somebody, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Again, talk to your to your garden centres. Ask the care of them. Um, I don't really do a lot myself with the indoor area. Mm. That's left to Zenka and the girls here to keep that going. And they're pretty knowledgeable on it. Yes, we had made a few mistakes from time to time, but they've got a fair handle on it now. Brilliant, yeah. You know? No, they're gorgeous. It's and with that, as well, as a, from a sales point, like we carry all the different feeds, different sprays, all of that, which, again, is a, is a little bit extra, creates a bit extra coming into the shop, mm-hmm. which everybody needs, you know? Yeah, definitely. Oh, no, Pat, it's brilliant. So you're based here in Kilkenny on the Dublin Road. Yeah. Um if anybody wants to come in and, and see the beautiful garden centre, all of the colours and everything that you have here. I'm just going to take you up here to the trolleys that we haven't uh, offloaded. They've just come in this morning and these are just amazing. And I think when we get here, you'll understand. Okay. The colours already are just vibrant. Yeah, and basically for me, it gets me, you know, it wakes me early because I can't wait to come to work. Oh. Yeah, 
but if you look at these, oh, just, look at the colour, yeah. the purples, pinks, oh, yeah. these, these orange, are different, different hydrangeas, and they're in full bloom now. And this is a great time, even if you never want to buy one, come and have a look. Yeah. See what they look like and what they're going to give you next year. There's a dwarf bourbon up on top. You can't really see what that looks like. But again, I'll just take one down. Wow. So it's like a purple plant for anybody who doesn't know plants like me with the names of them. But it's oh it's stunning, yeah. isn't it? Very tall as well, but it's gorgeous. Look at that. That's amazing. And if you look at him there, when he looks fabulous in his in his wee pot there, he's in a two-litre pot. But if you look at it, you're, you're, he's going to go out of flower again probably another five, six weeks. You cut him back almost to the ground. Mm. But next year, he's coming back and he's going to be three times that size. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He's a guy you wouldn't put to the back. There's a taller one that you can get in from the same family that can go to the back. This guy would go, maybe I call him a middle plant. Okay. He won't go to the front. He'll get a little bit too big. But just look at that. And imagine him colors. going through your hydrangeas closed to yeah. and you can use your headers which we looked at just back the way there to give you some winter into the spring colour going through that and like you know and come here it's September we're just at the start of that. what is it 3rd of September today yeah. now is September a good time to be planting yeah it's a brilliant time to plant because the ground is still warm okay. the plants are going to settle in mm. they'll shove out their little roots right yeah and they'll be settled in for the winter winter yeah uh, exactly you know as we get in sometimes we can get a very September October and into November are great times to plant okay because we can get cold weather frosty weather and basically what happens then is the ground gets hard like it's harder to dig it yeah but as well as that it's cold so people are not inclined to go out as much in the cold. I've just pulled this one apart here. Look at these. These are... These are your malas. Basically, they're crab apples, right? Yeah. And you can see we have yellow ones, we have red ones, and we have in-between ones. But if you look at the label... Yeah. Right? And the foliage is beautiful on them. Now, all these little crab apples, they're, they're going tiny. to take another, another, maybe, whatever, six, eight weeks yeah. to ripen. And this is nature looking after itself. They hold off ripening so that... When the, they don't ripen on the cold weather comes in and they're there to feed the birds oh, and wow. the birds absolutely love them but if you look at the picture label right gorgeous. just as the leaf comes on them mm. in we'll say probably may maybe middle to the end of may possibly early july look at this what comes on him he's laden mm. you can see nothing only flower gorgeous. then they will be pollinated by one to the other or by an apple tree or a wild um, a wild crab in the out in the fields right okay. and then each flower produces what you see now as the little crab apple coming they're beside it in yeah. that some tree now, this is beautiful trolley. this is kind of nearly like a yellow is it yeah, a yellow this is green? robinia okay robinia yeah and oh wow. wow that would grow into that that's what that's going to grow into okay they're stunning ornamental tree yeah and the best way I think to plant this don't put in three four or five put in one okay so he stands out yeah give him plenty of room like he looks very pretty there now what is he he's probably seven eight foot and he will grow to he will grow he that guy is going up to 25 foot wow if you wish you can keep him lower by autumn pruning but if you had space for this guy and you let him off to what you see on that picture label Actually, the picture label, as beautiful as it is, doesn't even do him justice. Jamie and yeah. this is a great plant for our bees as well. You can see oh, yeah. there on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. bees love them. 
right? The bees and, love them. And so also with the crab bees. apples, the malices, they love that as well. Oh, they're you gorgeous, know. Pat. They're yeah, absolutely amazing. brilliant, yeah. yeah. Well, we definitely encourage everybody to come along and take a look at what you have here because it's um, it's stunning. Something else you have, and that I just saw as we were walking around the other yeah. way as well, lettuce, broccoli, yeah. everything, yeah. Pat. You literally yeah, yeah. have everything. I mean, yeah. we could feed ourselves for the day here with all yeah. the food as well. But, like, vegetable cropping is a, is a huge thing now in Ireland as that well, isn't it? That is absolutely yeah, everything, yeah. yeah. The veg is very very big mm. you know and, and we can like, do that in our own gardens I, I, I would like to say or think I did have everything I actually don't have everything but I'm planning on having everything that's why we're extending the garden centre and again we wouldn't be doing this only we know that we have the people out there we have the interest in it and it's good for us and we, we're going to try and make it good for everybody and the name of the game is have fun with it as well and I say that to anybody doing their garden like I can tell you one thing and you should have fun yourself and do a lot of it your own way. You know, my garden is Jungle Jimmy and I have a nice garden, but it's Jungle Jimmy. (laughs) And the reason for that is I want everything. (laughs) And now (laughs) it's a jungle. Oh, listen, it's just, it's stunning, Pat. And it was great to come over and see everything. So as we said, you're based on the Dublin Road here in Kilkenny. For anybody in Kilkenny or Carlow or further afield that are listening, definitely pop in and uh, visit yourself here on the team and you'll be able to give us all the advice. Yeah, I'm very lucky that I have a good team here and they're quite knowledgeable and, um, you know, and I'm still learning because if I live to 100, which I hope I do, I'll still be learning because Brilliant. the plants will teach you all the time. Um, they'll beat the man that met them. Yeah. They'll do their own thing. We think we haven't corrected, but we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Listen, Pat, thanks so much. Well, Ashing, thank you very much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Talking Shop, the big interview.